Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Noted Podcast, where we're here both with Carson and Riker, um, and we're here to talk about round three. Now, we already have one of the teams in the finals decided, and uh, we have a Game 7 lined up for tonight, uh, which is going to be really, really exciting, but... Kind of wanted to start us off and just talking about the Mavericks and Golden State Warriors series. How you guys thought it went? Is this what you expected as far as the result goes? I guess just first general thoughts. Yeah, I remember after game two, we, when we talked last week, I was like, game three is going to tell everything I need to know. Well, Warriors, it, was, it wasn't like it was a blowout by any means, but the Warriors showed their their dominance in that and then I was like yeah it's, everybody kind of knew it was over at that point but at that point I still thought Dallas maybe had a chance uh but no I, I really do think we kind of talked about last week uh Draymond, Clay, Steph they've been here before so they've got an advantage absolutely yeah I'm in a similar spot I think before the series I thought it was a toss-up between who would win but I think the series just kind of showed like the Warriors had experience and had been there before, and the Suns maybe didn't have that, and that's why Dallas was able to beat them. Um, so I'm not super surprised by the Warriors uh, beating Dallas. I am surprised that they're in the finals again, but I'm not surprised they beat Dallas. <laughs> totally. I think for me, um, I was kind of I was kind of upset uh, with how like the Mavericks just like lost mentally. Um, this definitely could have been a very exciting series. It kind of makes me think like were the Jazz and the Suns really in like a good mental spot this year? Because um, I think for both the Suns and the Jazz, you know, being the top two teams last year, um, having all those implications, and then the Suns being in the finals last year, like all the pressure's on, and then you get a hot team like the Mavs coming in. So unfortunate that they they lost steam. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited to see what the Mavs have coming up next year. And I think they're gonna, definitely going to be a competing team for sure. We'll see how they're able to manage all the contracts uh, at the end of this season, yep. though. But, man, how, yeah, how big of a, a big trade deal. to get rid of Chris Stapps um, and then just add you know Reggie Bullock, um, who disappeared game five. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know what I mean? But they got a good, good, uh, good set of players. I think you had some some big defensive player. I don't know. Maybe we know. Yeah, someone. they need a center. They need a center, but they I think I think they're very close. And if I was uh, if I was Dallas, I'd be I'd be really trying to jump on DeAndre Ayton uh, with free agency yep. coming up. Um, but looking at the Golden State Warriors, man, what a tale! As a Jazz fan, I hate it that they're once again. We are. I am once again asking you to watch me. And, <laughs> you know, um, but it, for for the sixth time in eight years, the Golden State Warriors are back in the finals. With both of those years being Clay Thompson injury years, and it is so. I almost got emotional watching the Western Conference um, championship ceremony. Uh, after they, you know, gave the trophy mm-hmm. away and they had a moment where they just talked with Clay and he was like getting emotional. Um, 
to just be back in this moment, back in the finals after all the work that he's gone through. It makes me so good as an NBA fan. It makes me feel so good that Klay Thompson is able to play at this kind of level again after everything because so many times you see players just disappear after big injuries. Um, I feel like John Wall is like one of those really good examples. Like We forget how good John Wall, Derrick Rose were before their major injuries. Mm-hmm. And to see Clay come back like this, yeah. so cool. And I'm going to be a big Clay Thompson fan, you know, coming into the finals and just, I want him to do so well for everything that he's suffered leading up to this moment. But then no, 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 I also don't want the Warriors to win another championship. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. I do like the Warriors though. Um, I mean, honestly, out of all the teams there, like if the Celtics make it to the finals, like I'll probably root for Celtics, but I, I, I do like both teams. Um, I like players on both teams. I think Stephen Curry's a stand-up guy, but you know what I mean? Like just one of those games. And it's really cool to see that the Warriors without all these, like without Kevin Durant and they just replaced him with a bunch of young guys that they're still able to make it back here to this same spot. And that says something how hard yeah. Kevin Durant was carried to win a chip because he had such a great team. Well, they, um, they've done it. Yeah, they did it before without him, and they're doing it again without him. So. Yeah, that, what, what a statement. I feel like if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm feeling really sad that this happened. But, um, but I mean, besides that, excited for, for the Warriors to be in the finals again because they are so competitive. They are just winners. You know what I mean? And now they're like fully healthy too. So let's hope that keeps going. But with that being said, let's jump into this insane series that nobody's been able to predict. Celtics heat. First thoughts on game seven, guys. This is a fun series. Uh, It's real. I I loved the Jimmy Butler game six. It was just so fun to watch. There was a moment. I think there was probably like 40 seconds left and I think the Heat were up two or three and Jimmy Butler just like hits a clutch like turnaround jumper like it I thought it was a three but his foot was on the line but it still like sealed the game it was it was just Jimmy Butler's night and it's it's really fun to it's just I think Jimmy Butler deserves a ton of credit like he I don't think anyone would have considered him a top five player in this last regular season but he's got to be top two playoff performer this year top like one. it is ridiculous yeah. top one yeah I, I don't know who <laughs> i'd put over him it's it's bizarre it's I so think, fun i think we have the best two players in the playoffs in the eastern conference right now and tatum tatum and uh, jimmy buckets i think jimmy takes it number one for me uh he's he's had like one bad game uh, this entire mm-hmm. series, I think that was game five, five I, I think. Yeah. yeah. And that was like coming off the injury that he had in game four. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this guy, like how quickly we forget the how incredible this player is. I mean, we saw it in Philly. Like they barely lost to a buzzer beater that was like boom, 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 boom by Kawhi Leonard. You know, that, <laughs> that was the team. That was the Philly team that was supposed to make it. That was like their best team. Um, but Jimmy Butler's amazing. I'm also really impressed with the performance of some of their like newer role players, uh, that they've put on the team. Uh, Vincent, um, 
just scoring a bunch of mm-hmm. threes uh, has been really cool. Yeah. Tyler Hero has been on some injury problems this series. Uh, I feel like had he been healthy the whole time, maybe we would have already seen Miami in the finals. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah. think we're, there's still a lot of day-to-days as far as injury problems with uh, the Heat, uh, with Kalari, Tyler Hero. Let's not forget to mention how good Kyle Lowry was game six, too. Like, <laughs> he almost looked like yeah. Kyle Lowry. I don't know. What do you think, Rag? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I We talked about it last week. I remember just saying it just this series relies solely upon Jimmy Butler. Like, that completely changes the outcome. You have a bad Jimmy Butler, the Celtics win. If you have a good Jimmy Butler, well, you saw it happen in game six. Uh, he is that guy, and he wants everybody to know that he's that guy now. Like he's sick of he's sick of hearing that he's not that guy. It was on display from start to finish. Um, it was it was really fun to watch. Honestly, uh, I've I've kind of grown an affinity for the Heat. I used to not like them when LeBron was on there because it was just you know the start of super teams. But I feel like I've I've gained that respect for Miami again, and it's been because of this this. Uh, foundation they've got with butler and and out of bio and it's it's been fun to watch i really like this heat team totally i want to ask you guys a question do you think draymond green's comments were the reason that the heat won game six and uh, uh, if i need to remind the no. if i, if I, I need don't... to remind the audience draymond yeah. green when asked by shaquille o'neal of who he thinks he's going to be playing in the finals. He said, like, very obviously, like, we all know who's going to be there. It's the Celtics. That's it. Right? Put some, like, disrespect on Miami. And then Miami just comes out. Jimmy Bucket's almost scoring 50 points. I don't know. Just to remind the viewers, this is exactly the comment that was made. What do you guys think? I don't think that he, especially the Heat with their – the type of players on them that I don't think they need any more. Uh, what's the word? Motivation. 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 Yeah. I think they had plenty. I think like maybe this might like light a small fire under them, but like I don't think. I think it's just funny. <laughs> just I, don't being know, I don't know. I'll take the I'll take the opposite. I I absolutely think it helped, and the reason being is is Jimmy Butler holds grudges. Like everybody saw what he said. During the Philly series, he he said Tobias Harris over me, so he's keeping notes. Like he's he's watching, he's listening, he's aware of the situation. Yeah. Is it the reason they won? Maybe not. Did it help? A hundred percent, it helped. Yeah. Absolutely, it helped. Uh, and to remind the viewers at home as well, Udonis Haslam actually went up to the camera at mm-hmm. the end of the game, and he thanked yeah. Draymond Green for his comments. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, did uh, he said that Draymond Green yeah. broke the code. Uh, which is mm-hmm. really funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, That's you know, funny. All the insight oh, for this year's. Uh... <laughs> I love Haslam. He's like not even yeah. talking. Shit Haslam's the player coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, guys, this is so hard to call, man. I don't. I don't think I've had a more like confusing series than this series from like mm-hmm. what I've seen in recent <laughs> sure. years, where I just have no idea because both teams have everything it takes. I almost feel like this is one of those games that's going to be decided in the first quarter. Like who, who's going to come out with most gusto 
if they can build a big lead, I mean, we've seen that that leads like that usually stay for these teams. Um, mm-hmm. True. Last game was one that was kind of just back and forth the whole game. And I think like the biggest thing that for me made that difference is when Jalen Brown did not score those two free throws. And then there was oh, the yeah. end one um, that Jimmy Butler scored. And then that kind of just changed the entire mood of the game. But yeah. for, for the Boston Celtics not to be able to close it at home on that game six, especially being up, that's hard. And Miami, I feel yeah. like, just has the momentum coming into this game. And, I mean, I, I felt, like I told you guys, I felt that Miami was going to win this series yeah. in a game seven. I want the Celtics to win because of this whole, like, storylines thing. Uh, that Just the comeback and to be in that position after – such a terrible start to the season that it just gives teams it's like those moments where you're down by like 12 points and then you're like well tracy mcgrady did it so it's possible yeah. it's, like, it's one of those moments yeah. where you're like wow my team sucks hey but the celtics made it to the finals in 2022 right like mm-hmm. so right. it's just one of those moments that i wanted to happen but i honestly like like Riker, i feel <clears> the same way where it's like miami has just earned so much respect on my end I, I think I even put them like sixth in the in the standings at the beginning of the year because I was like I'm not 100 percent sure how healthy they're gonna be, you know how consistent they're gonna be, which I mean if they were like three losses down they might have been in sixth place because everything was so close so maybe yeah. it wasn't like completely off yeah, um, but yeah absolutely have earned my respect I if it were up to me if I were a bet man I would still put money on Miami uh, taking it today this game seven what do you guys think? yeah yeah i agree i think this game uh, in big games like this i feel like role players don't matter as much not necessarily saying they don't matter but i think this is when your star like this is why you have stars is for these game sevens and i genuinely think like if jimmy butler has a good game like a better game than jason tatum then the heat win and vice versa like, it's genuinely, for me, like, whoever has the better game between the two, their team is going to win. And since it's at home, playing with the home crowd, I just, I, and Jimmy Butler's just been playing so well, I just, I agree. I think the Heat take it. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. I think the Heat take it. Uh, I, I also said that last week as well. Um, healthy Jimmy Butler has been crazy. Um you, and then you just look at this game seven just feels different than you compared to the last round in the Western Conference with with the Suns and, and Dallas. Is this the series has just been so? I don't know, it's just so confusing. Like there's each team can be dominant, but that game six, that the Heat game three, like those those two games. I think those were Miami showing their grit. Like that that's the team that they are, and I think that's the team that shows up tonight. I I, I don't think the Celtics are moving to the finals, unfortunately. Yeah. It, it is interesting that Miami tends to win those close games a lot more, and I think they've only lost one game at home this season. Is that right? Uh, I have no idea, but you might be. I think You might only, be on to some there. I think they've only lost one home game this season. That game five? Huh. Yeah, that's crazy. No, it was, it was game two... Game two and game five. So they've only lost – these are the only two. So they've only okay. lost the Celtics. So I guess it doesn't really matter as much. But 
They've been sure. they've had a pretty good record at home. Before before this series, they were undefeated at home. Oh so, wow! So, I man, this is tough. It's tough, but I'm excited. In your opinion, guys, just kind of as a final question, what what would be better for the finals to have the Heat or the Celtics in that spot? Who's going to be the uh, worthy adversary to the Warriors, or who do the Warriors not want to come to this final? If I'm if I'm the Warriors, I want the Celtics. Oh, um, okay. I if I'm the Warriors, I want the Celtics, and the reason being is they're young. The I. The Heat actually do have finals experience. Did it go well? No. But they do have it. Um, and I think if I'm if I'm the Warriors and I see this young Celtics team, I think Draymond, Thompson, Curry, Wiggins, they all come together and they'll be like, let's show these young bloods how it's done. And I, I don't think it's a close series. That's my opinion. That's fair. I think for me, like both these teams are pretty good defensively. But I think the Celtics have such a unique, like, defensive ability. And I think, like, out of any team in the league, I think the Celtics are probably the most equipped to defend the Warriors-type offense. Not saying that – I mean, the Warriors are so good that they'll probably still get theirs and they probably will be fine. But there's a reality where the Celtics can steal a game or two purely because of defense. That's fair. I well, I mean, didn't they have the number one defense in the NBA yeah. this year? Oh yeah, yeah. they did. And it yeah. like they, wasn't close. And they have, I mean, they have some of the best like point of attack defenders too, which is mm-hmm. like Marcus Smart to be to have him on your squad. He's one of those players that can shut Jordan Poole down and like really take his, that confidence down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, they they have a very like strong team. Al Horford to be able to stretch that. Like I don't know how Looney's gonna do against Al. When on the other side, yeah. Miami, they have a lot of size that would be different than like the Warriors for sure, but their perimeter defense is not going to be as strong as it will. Because like you do have P.J. Tucker, but I mean, with how far back the Warriors typically play, like that's a scary matchup for me personally, where it's either like who's going to score more inside of the paint or the perimeter. And then it's going to like a live or die by the three for the Warriors in that situation. While with Boston, I feel like it's going to be a lot more of an even matchup. Like if I, if I'm the Warriors, I'm hoping I get the, the heat personally. Um, Cause you know, you can, you can stop Tyler hero and then you can try to decrease uh, the amount of touches that uh, Butler gets. But I think as far as the scheme goes, like, the Warriors will be able to do a lot more of what they want to do against the Heat. So I, I think I'm with I'm there with Carson on that one. I think either way, I mean, you're gonna get a really hard team to go against. But yeah, I think what would be a very the most exciting finals I think would be Celtics Warriors. But I think it's gonna be Miami. So because huh. I I see I see both the Celtics and the Warriors as more of like a really good squad. Well, like the Heat is like Jimmy Butler and crew, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, do we know if Gary Payton the second is going to be back for the finals? Uh, I haven't heard anything. I'm not sure. I haven't either. As far as like time frame, I believe he would have been good to come back for the finals. Like I just think he couldn't play round three. 
Um, which keep in well, mind, hope so. the Warriors one in five without Gary Payton. Just think about that. That's true. Yeah. So, but yeah, exciting. Anyway, uh, we hope. Make sure you guys let us know what you guys think uh, as far as this game seven because this is so hard to call. Um, I really pray that this is not going to be a blowout because I want no, I want a gritty yeah, final. I want, I want clutch game. minutes uh, to just get you super excited for moments like that. Um, so I, I'm praying for that and that it's not going to be like a Suns Mavericks game seven. So, <laughs> Ugh, please no. Um, even a Buck Celtic seven that wasn't too great either. But no. But this is going to be exciting. Guys, we thank you so much for tuning in and listening uh, a little bit on the shorter end. Just because, you know, less teams to talk about, I guess, when, once we're getting closer down the end of the stretch of the season. But um, next week we're going to be talking finals, what we think is going to take it, storylines, uh, and just some preparations for the new year. But with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.